to the Champions Cast. My name is Andy Spateri, and I am joined by Taylor Wells on this Christmas Eve. What's good, pal? Oh, watch, does that make me your like Samus the Well? Yeah, I guess that does. I guess that does. Well, I do kind of play Youngling, so I guess it makes sense. We are delivering this very special Christmas Eve episode to everybody out there, and we are concluding our epic journey that we started last week of assigning grades to every single fighter in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. There is 74 of those guys, so it was it was no easy task. Our, uh, the last episode was a long episode, but I think it was a good episode, and we got a lot of, uh, we covered a lot of ground in there, covered a lot of important ground, and uh, I'm, I'm stoked for part two. Our best fighters, what about you? Yeah, we got a lot more to run over here, so it's uh, it's going to be real interesting, because we're hitting all the heavy hitters now, so. That's right, so if you are stuck with that family that you just don't care for, spending your holidays with your loved ones... And you'd rather listen to us? Well, that's what we're here for. Let's get this started, shall we? We are. Uh, let's oh, just yeah. dive right in. We left off. We covered all of the F grades, right to the C grades. We left off at the C plus mark, at, at about the halfway point too, I might add. So let's do this thing. I'm Our ready. First C plus grade goes to. Duck Hunt Dog, who I refuse to call Duck Hunt because it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense that his name is just Duck Hunt. Why is it not Duck Hunt Dog? Because it's both Duck Hunt Dog and the bird, or the duck. Yeah, but even then that name doesn't make sense. What about Dog and Duck? Duck and Dog. Duck Hunt Dog. I guess, but how many people who are playing Smash now were, like, playing Duck Hunt back in the day? (laughs) Well, that's why I think they should have went with Duck Hunt Dog. And frankly, that's why I didn't rate him an A+, is because his name's stupid. Stupid! Wow. Well, I mean, in that case, I should have ranked a couple of these guys a little lower. <laughs> but, moving on from that, Duck Hunt's great. I love this character. I, I, love, I love his Smash trolly taunt. The one where he just, he's got that, he's got that grin on his face. He's just like the biggest troll in the world. Yep. I love that. God, I love that. Um, this is yeah, a character. I th- his side smashes. I love the reticle on his side smashes. That I actually didn't notice that until uh, I unlocked him in Smash Four. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but they didn't reveal Duck Hunt Dog until after Smash Four already came out. Is that correct? Pretty sure. I that's don't right. honestly remember. Um, but yeah, so the the reticles I just thought was so cool. Uh, most of his neutral Bs or his special B moves, I have like didn't really know where the gunman came from, so it's kind of cool to learn that. Um, I I like him a lot. I think I think I ranked him as a B on my list. So I'm not quite sure where I would rank or where I ranked him on my list, but I would definitely rank him somewhere between like B and and A. He's just such a fun character. So it's like kind of how we've been talking about uh, Wario and characters like him. And Duck Hunt is one of those characters I feel that does what Wario is supposed to do, but with less cheese and less uh, immature antics, I guess you could call it. As fun as we all have farting people across the screen. 
Well, fair enough, because there are some moves that Duck Hunt has that might be a little Yeah, like, uh, I know what you're trying subtle. to say. It's just, it's pulled off better, maybe? Yeah, um, I, I definitely think that. Like, what's more fun than blowing up somebody with a can of beans? Farting on someone is Wario, which never works! I tried well, farting on I tried you. farting on you last night when we were playing Smash, that, and it was just that's a, true. It was a faint whiff. I did, I did German suplex <laughs> you though. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Duck Hunt Dog. He's he's a really he's a good addition. I was uh, I don't know. He he's one of those ones that you know you know sometimes when they include characters based on novelty and like the move set is kind of secondary to just the fact that they're in the game like at all. Kind of like Mister Game Watch. Kind of like Pac Man. And those yeah. characters, I find their moveset is kind of like, eh. Like, it's mostly just about getting them in the game. But this guy, I think his moveset is actually, like, surprisingly good. So, uh, yeah, C-plus to uh, Duck Hunt Dog. Pretty now, legitimate. I feel like you must have rated our next one pretty low. Because I think I rated him pretty high. And that is a Little Mac getting a C-plus. Are yeah, you not a fan of the Mac attack? Him. Well, I'm, it's not that I'm not a fan. So, here's the little story behind this. Uh, little Mac is a boxer as we all know he's he starred in his old old game and then made a resurgence with the wii's release and the the wii motion plus and my roommate is a boxer so or he uh he sometimes spend time doing competitive boxing so whenever he and i play smash little mac is his man and I can't tell you the amount of times I've been on the receiving end of Little Mac's viciousness in Smash 4. So I was kind of a little bitter about it and ranked him a little lower on my list. In all honesty, though, Little Mac's a great, great play, uh, great character. Uh, he's just so fast. He's so fast and he's so powerful. You know, you can, Which is you can really do the, uh, the hit and run. Yeah, him. no, and I and I honestly think that he was he was better in Smash Four than he is in in Ultimate, and I think that has to do a lot with the way Nintendo balances characters across across Smash games. He didn't suffer from you know the whole problems that like Bayonetta and characters have had coming over to Ultimate, but they tried to like improve his recovery. But at the yes, same time, they, they nerfed his ground game, which makes no sense because he's a boxer. When you're playing a boxing character, you want to be in and out, and you got to be good at your ground game. So it was kind of odd that they did that. So that's also kind of why I ranked him a little lower. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't say that I played with him enough in Smash 4 to notice any discernible difference in Ultimate. But mm-hmm. it definitely does feel like you can uh, recover a little bit more in, in Ultimate because, I mean... Man, you went five feet off the stage in Smash Four, and you were pooched with Little Mac. Dunzo. He just, yeah, he was he was a goner. Um, this game, yeah, I don't know. This game, um, he still feels pretty powerful to me. He's one of my he's one of my go tos if I know that I'm playing on like a flatter stage or like a Finals Destination stage because I mean you just can't beat that hit and run power. And as long oh, as yeah. you can kind of stay centered, then I mean you're gold. So. Yeah, I still think he's a great character. I think he's a lot of fun to play. Like, if we're just talking about, you know, just jamming around with your friends and, and smashing around, he's an absolute blast to play. Not so much fun to fight against, but he's he's yeah, really fun to that. play. Um, all right, so C-plus grade also goes out to Robin from Fire Emblem. Um, I feel like that's probably appropriate. I, I like... 
I like Robin. I like the concept of Robin in Smash, and I think that Fire Emblem definitely needed a character who wasn't a typical so- uh, sword wielder. Yeah. Um, so it's good to see his magic attacks. Uh, he like he does stand out from the pack. He's slower. He's more uh, range based. Maybe it is hard to separate him from the, you know, definitely like the odd man out. I feel among the Fire Emblem crew. But, uh, you know, I, I do like his versatility. I think this is my biggest issue with um, how Smash is changing. Not so much that I don't like the direction that Smash is going, but I feel like certain characters get left kind of in the dust when these changes happen. So, for example, like Smash Ultimate is, is, uh, is a very fast Smash game. It's almost as fast as Melee. And... Unfortunately, I think some of the slower characters kind of suffer for it. And Robin, Robin, I really enjoyed in Smash 4. Like you said, I really enjoyed that mix of having magic and sword techniques. And he was he was so different from the other Fire Emblem characters that, you know, I was really looking forward to seeing how he played in Ultimate. And I, I think you're right in that he's he's kind of hit that mark where... He's fun to play, but you can tell that he kind of he struggles against some of the roster, and I I just wish that wasn't the case. So that's why I would put him a little bit low, but he he's a blast to play. Like all the different things you can do with him, and all the different setups, and and just craziness you can achieve with his L wins and and different magic attacks. I I will say that I I hate. That his sword breaks. I don't like that at all. Yeah. I know that he's a he's a magic-based character, but, like, come on, get that out of here. We, I mean, we don't need breakable it's... weapons in Smash. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't either, but, like, I understand the, the idea behind it because, like, his attacks are pretty darn powerful. Like, when he hits you with magic attacks, I mean, it's the only cool The only 20%. idea behind it is, is it replicates Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah. Which, when you have, when you have something that replicates, replicates the game that you're from, kind of like... Uh, clouds limit break for example and add something i feel like that's cool but it's just like it's not like he's so overpowerful with that sword that you need to to go that route i don't know i, I don't like it but you're, that, um, i do you know, like robin right. he is he is interesting and uh definitely a, a breath of fresh air which is why i rated him a little bit higher but i, I mean ultimately i think i think a c plus is probably about right He's one of the most unique Fire Emblem characters, and in a game that has, like, six Fire Emblem characters that are the same damn thing, that's much-needed yeah. breath of fresh air. Yes. Uh, so the last C-plus grade goes to, and it kind of pains me to say, Samus. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, everybody, everybody listening to this by now knows that I am a huge huge metroid fan almost as much of a metroid fan as i am a legend of zelda fan and so to see samus kind of exactly the same as she was back in melee it just kind of sucks like you see link and he's evolved and and i don't know some of his moves have got switched out over previous installments some of his uh it, it feels like some of his specials are a little bit more powerful it, it just feels like he's a little bit different you know even yeah. mario got the flood but like samus is just kind of the same none of her moves are really i i don't know like it it can it kind of suffers from you know how we were talking about all the original like 12 characters just kind of have that more generic move set because that is 
you know, what Smash started as and as it evolved, it got better. I think right. Samus is a, just a very clear example of that. I don't know. It's something something about her moves, it doesn't work for me. She's too slow. She, you know, the screw attack isn't maybe as dominant as I would like it to be. Um, I think that her down B special, the bombs, is just awful. Like, that should really just be a down B or a down A smash attack. I, I don't know. It, should, it just, it feels like she should be great, but she's just average. I definitely agree that she has probably changed the least of all the original characters in Smash. And it's to her credit, and it's also to her her downfall, I think. Like, she's... Because she's always been a fun character to play, and, like, there's n- nothing more satisfying than landing that fully charged B attack and just sending someone, you know, flying across the screen at 3,000 miles an hour. But... Mm-hmm. Her her move set, as you said, yeah, is like we've played, you know, five Smash games now where it's the same move set, and we haven't really gotten any. Or well, we have we've gotten a couple of changes. Like she didn't have the missile originally, but you know, it, it's so few and far between, and she stayed relatively the same. That I'm right there with you, and I think you know as and, much as I what, maybe that's what it is it's just fatigue of these characters that this is now their fifth super smash bros game versus like someone like ridley whose moves just feel completely fresh right right i don't know if that factors into it but you know samus is one of my favorite characters might be my favorite character ever um so it yeah i just wish that she was better in smash than she is I think it really does. I think you're right because, like I like I said last time, you know, I have the same same problem with Fox. You know, he's a great character. I love the character, but I'm so tired of him at this point. I I can't stand fighting against him, and I can't stand playing him anymore. And it's such a shame because I love the character. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, B minus goes to Bowser, and if I were to make this list today, I would give this guy an F. Uh, <laughs> wow okay oh, oh my god i just i played probably about 70 matches against bowser last night because someone wouldn't change their character and stuck as bowser all night we got the recent bitterness uh, yeah I'm, I'm sick of him but uh in, in all fairness bowser is really cool in smash uh, ultimate he feels like he's rejuvenated in this game i don't know his moves seem a little bit more powerful especially his side special, that, that big flipping body slam just seems to be like like a dominant and impactful move. So um, I, don't know, I, I always I always enjoyed playing as Bowser. He's he's like he's one of those great giants that's good to just go in and, and just beat up someone like there's nothing quite like a Bowser versus Donkey Kong match, you know? Oh, yeah. No, you're totally right on that front. And like Bowser, I feel has had kind of like the this resting place in Smash and where he's you know he's never really been too huge in the competitive scene but he's always been like a fan favorite and he's always been someone you know someone's pocket character that they've always played just for funsies and you know Bowser's got a really good fun move set like his grab and being able to kind of just like take people down with him he's got opportunities for trolls he's got opportunities for just being as you said dominant and impactful uh and he's he's just he's a fun character he's big he's strong and he's the he's the same dragon turtle we've all loved since you know the first mario so (laughs) i'm all i'm all about bowser 
despite Kristen's uh, insistence on playing him nonstop. Yes. Um, and we love you, Kristen. But man, I'm sick of Bowser. I never want to see Bowser again. But Kristen <laughs> is really good with Bowser, so a shout-out to Kristen. He said that he's been practicing with him, and it definitely shows, because he was kicking butt. So there you go. Um, a B another B- minus goes to the Flying Maverick of the Star Fox team, Falco. And if we were talking Super Smash Bros. Brawl, Falco might have been my A or even A-plus character. But he just got brutally nerfed in Smash 4, and it is not any better in Smash Ultimate and to the point where I just I can barely even play with him anymore. Um, it's just... And it's funny how, like, a single split-second difference on a move can just completely ruin a character for you, but, you know, there it is. I The timing is just all off for Falco. His, his down A used to be this awesome spike, and now... There's like this this little delay before it activates, and it, it's not quite a spike, and it's, ugh, I don't know. And they changed his voice actor. Oh yeah, that they did do that. That's terrible. I liked his I liked his voice actor before. Don't try me. Oh man, I see. Hands that's off what, my prey. I'm also upset about that with another character we'll be talking about way later down the list, but yeah, it. Falco's not quite what he used to be, um, but no, I mean he's still a fun character. He's still he's still a good character. So I I don't have a problem with him being ranked yeah. B minus, but he's seen better days, that's for sure. And and I guess like like obviously you're more of a competitive sort in Smash than I am, um, but it, you know I I do I I like to play with my pals and we do like to have competitive matches and stuff like that. And Falco was always like, the guy that I could bust out and feel pretty confident going into a match with. And there wasn't a ton of people in Brawl that I was, like, really confident with. And Falco was, like, maybe in my three. You know, I felt the same way about Snake, honestly. It, it sucks Brawl. to see them to see them changed and to see them um, altered to the point where you're just like, Ugh, you know? Yeah. I, I totally get you, and it's unfortunate that it's happened to I think a lot of the Star Fox characters for the one for the one fact that they're all very similar to one another, but also to the fact that like they used to be really really good, and now like they just keep falling as, as additional Smash games come out. Yeah, so so Falco's really only this high as a uh, as a courtesy and as and as a homage nostalgia to... factor what came and what he what he's done for me in the past so there you go falco our next fighter though it's about what he's doing for us right now in smash ultimate b minus goes to greninja who, who possibly has maybe the best announcer voice when you click on his name is yeah. there anything better than just hearing like greninja no it, it's you're 100 <laughs> percent uh, right <laughs> greninja is just it's so funny Whenever oh, we talk man. about Greninja, we have to refer to him as this. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and remember that. Okay. So so this guy, uh, I, I like him. He, uh, you know, I know I'm forever on that, that bandwagon of there's too many Pokemon. Um, but, you know, I mean, credit where credit is due. Almost all of the Pokemon have really unique movesets and bring something fairly unique to the table. And I feel like Greninja is... Uh, 
falls into this category. He's he's not quite. I mean, he's fast, but he's also kind of slow in the air. He he hits hard, but he doesn't like smash you right across the screen. He's he's very like middle of the road character, I think. But I I like like I like the character of Greninja. I think he looks really cool. Um, I I like that he's like kind of this like ninja esque fighter. You know, I I don't know something about Greninja. I I just like when maybe everything else about me is would kind of not like it if that makes sense it's it's so oh man i i've used this descriptor quite a few times in the past but it's very japanese like nobody else thinks that you know thinks of frog ninjas but let's go japan let's go nintendo let's do it He's a very fun character. He's very, uh, he's very, as you said, very fast. He he does give a very ninja esque feel. It's um, it's kind of like if Sheik were a Pokemon, and I like it. And I like the implementation of his his elemental attacks, uh, being a water type Pokemon. But um, I don't know. I don't actually know a lot of people who play Greninja a lot. So uh, most of my experience with him just comes with. Uh, me trying him out here and there, and it, mm-hmm. like I, I said, I was playing as Greninja a little bit on Smash Four because me and my buddies would always have different character matchups, so we, oh, okay. we decided to make like Greninja versus Pikachu or something. I don't know. He's I think, I th- yeah, he's he's fun. He's got a good solid move set. Uh, I think he got nerfed in Smash Ultimate slightly, or or he got changed around to where it was like a sidestep. So. He's a little different um, now, but um, yeah, you, other you than can't that, hold his uh, his samurai anymore. His water or shooting. Oh, sorry. okay, that's what it was. Uh, Interesting. So, yeah, I, I noticed that when I was playing him the other night. Um, okay. his, his reveal was generally shocking to me. Actually, he I was not expecting Greninja. Okay. Well, no, it it seems so weird. Like, I mean, with Charizard, you have a starter Pokemon who's who's technically got these two other guys on the same level as him. But like everybody knows that Charizard is the star of that group. Um, so yeah, I was I was shocked to see Greninja kind of specifically picked for Smash. And hold on a sec, let me go on a let me go off on a tangent here, Taylor. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something about Greninja. Greninja was picked for Smash before his Pokemon game was ever released. His game came out about a month before Smash did for Wii U. So don't tell me Sakurai that you couldn't have put Rex from Xenoblade Chronicles two in there. Because you could have. Man, it's dangerous to ask Sakurai for things. Look at all the Waluigi fans crying right now. Oh, whatever. They can have a million Waluigis in a match now. They're that, fine. Oh, that's true. That is true. Okay, let's let's move on from Greninja. On to our next competitor. B-minus goes to Lucas. And what are you doing, Taylor Wells? What? B-minus? It's between him and another <laughs> character for my A+. For everybody wondering what we're laughing about, I just spoiled who my A-plus character is, and I just edited it out. So, ha, you have to wait. But it was between him and uh, and another character for my A-plus rank. And I just barely decided to put Lucas as my A-tier. And, you know, we're, we're talking B-minus here, so you can guess where this guy in California put him. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't put him at F at Explain least. Explain yourself. Uh, well, okay, so I've just never really enjoyed playing as Lucas. Like, I think I've played the character maybe six times in my life, and usually it was forced <sighs> due to random pick, but... 
I don't know. Like, I just it, they're they're just not my style. I don't think they're bad characters. I just they're just they don't play well with me. I I love his bamboo stick. His PK fire is awesome. It, it's do, it's not affected by uh, by gravity, so that thing just shoots straight. Great move. Uh, his his up and down smash are just ridiculous. Like they're so powerful. You hit somebody with that, and like nine times out of ten, lights out. Yeah, I think he's definitely a strong character. I I love him. He's uh he's if I had to pick a main, I guess, and let's say that I'm gonna pick three mains out of you know the 75 character roster, Lucas is gonna be one of them. So That's I love a, that little boy. It's a good choice. Like, in, a non, honest... in a non-creepy way. <laughs> wow, dude. Why is it always <laughs> going to come back to that? Uh, <laughs> he, Like you said, he's a good character. He's he's an interesting character. I think his moveset is really fun to mess around with. But um, I don't know. Like he, I think he fits well in the B to – or sorry, the B minus to B plus tier. You could put him anywhere there, and I'd be—I'd actually be okay with it. It's just for me personally, he's just not my style of fighter, so I ranked him fairly low. B minus goes to another new Fire Emblem character, Krom. You oh know boy. what? God, I—I I keep feel—I feel like a hypocrite here because I keep on saying there's too many Pokemon and there's too many Fire Emblem characters, but damn it, I—I I love these new Pokemon and Fire Emblem characters. I—I I really do. Well, I mean, Krom is such a popular character to begin with. Like, this he is a, is a great character. Like, if if you play Fire Emblem Awakening, I don't think that you can't not like Krom. He is a great protagonist. He uh, he's very likable. So, if, like for me, I would get rid of Lucina. I would get rid of Roy. I would get rid of Ike. I'd keep Krom, and I think he'd be okay. But uh, yeah, I'm I. He's got that. He's got that nice blend for me of uh, of Marth's kind of quickness and then Roy's power, which I really like because I, you know, I I like playing as Marth a lot, but oftentimes he's so light that unless you're really on the ball with him and you're really moving and dodging well, you're gonna get you know knocked out. So I think that uh, Krom can kind of counter that a little bit. I think throw on top of that, he's also voiced by one of the best voice actors in the business the very own Matthew Mercer, so. Is he really? Yeah, you can't go wrong. Well, he's voiced by him in Fire Emblem Awakening. I haven't played a lot with with Krom in Ultimate, but I assume that they brought him back for it. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I, I, you know, as much as I complain about the Fire Emblem guys, I I gotta say, I'm I'm really down with Krom. So that's it for B-minus. Removing Ike for, for him. And Lucina. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it is unfortunate because some characters just seem to kind of... Their timeliness seems to go, you know? Yeah. Like, Marth, I think, is an iconic Fire Emblem character. Obviously, he was the first protagonist. And I know that you're not going to like me saying this, but, like, Roy and Ike. And, you know what? Honestly, even in a few years, Robin and Krom are all going to be stars of... of games that just happened to come out around the time that the smash game came out i think krom has a better case because fire emblem awakening is going to be like the landmark 
Fire Emblem title, I think, that really got the series going in North America. Like, obviously, it had come over here before, but I think that one is what really kind of kickstarted it. I mean, you're not you're not wrong. I I think that many people in at least North America, I feel, aren't like huge fans of Roy necessarily. You know, outside of Smash, just because his game was only available in Japanese, so you you mm-hmm. couldn't really play. If you're in North America and you don't speak Japanese, you're not gonna really know anything about Roy, apart from what you know Wikipedia will tell you. But uh, for those of us who have played it, um, it's a fantastic game, and I think that if you were if it were ever translated, uh, and you were able to play it, I think you would have a new appreciation for. For Roy, I don't. I don't think you would like him the way I do, but I, you know, I think you wouldn't knock him off as easily as you would like Lucina or Ike. Maybe. Uh, speaking of translations and speaking of Lucas, man, let's let's get Mother Three over here already. Oh please, Come on, Nintendo, what are you doing to me? Uh, let's move on to the B tier here. A B grade goes to DK Donkey Kong, huh? Yes, Donkey Kong. He is. He is finally back performing for you in our B grade tier. I uh, love the big man. He is a character. He hasn't really changed much since the first Smash, but I don't know. I, I I feel like he just gets away with it maybe a little bit better than Samus does. I don't know so, if that's wrong. I don't know if I'm crazy, but. Here's an interesting counterpoint to what I was saying earlier and where, um, like I was saying how Smash has become a faster game and the slower characters kind of suffer for it. Well, DK is an exception to that rule, I've found, in that he's kind of a slower character, but he, and and especially from a competitive standpoint, he's actually one of the better characters right now. Um, he's gotten, I, th- I can't remember the exact specifics, but he got buffed in between Smash 4 and Smash Ultimate, and he just plays so smooth now like just from a just from a regular playing standpoint like he all of his moves feel crisp not a lot of them have changed like maybe in looks or anything like that but they they just feel good and they and they land better and they hit just as hard as ever dk is back baby there's just something extremely satisfying about nailing that big clap Oh yeah, on somebody. Whether it's up, whether it's sideways, and there's also something satisfying about getting into multi-man melee and just pounding on the ground and watching those some bitches fly into the air. Like, I know that we're contradicting ourselves here because he hasn't changed at all, really, except for maybe getting buffed. But uh, yeah, DK man, I like him. He's good he, stuff. He's just good. He's a, he's a fun, good, solid character, and it, there's like you said, there's just nothing. Nothing better than clapping people up and then punching them halfway across the stadium. He is the first member of the DK crew. And next on the grading list, getting a B grade, the first member of the Mega Man crew is aptly Mega Man. Um, this is a character that uh, that I like. I, I almost like the idea of him being in Smash more than I actually like playing as him. But I do like playing as him. But his the way that you shoot the gun is weird. I, I will say that like like when you're just uh, when you're just moving and shooting rather than like like a punch punch kick combo that or always sm- throws or doing me smash attack 
Yeah, yeah, kind of. Because and I mean, you do get a smash attack when you go up, but uh, the side smash attack is uh, like you know my go-to whenever I play with anybody. So it is weird when you're playing as Mega Man. But uh, I mean, this guy has. Would you say that this might be the best Final Smash in all of Smash Bros? If if it's um, not, it's up there. It's definitely up there. I don't think I would say it's the best, but it is one of the greatest. I have to say. Um. I mean, yeah, that thing is just incredible. So, uh, you know, I, I like Mega Man. Um, I, I feel like the inclusion of Mega Man should have been a bigger deal. And I know that he was revealed in the, you know, the launch trailer for Smash 4. But, uh, I mean, Mega Man in Smash is a really big deal, you know. So, I feel like, oh, and, I agree. you know, that's kind of a casualty of getting getting announced at the beginning of a game's hype train versus the end as you kind of forget about those characters kind of like inkling in this game but uh you know i don't know what can i say i, I like i like mega man a lot i think he has a really cool stage too i'll preface my opinion about mega man with the fact that i do wish that it was his mega man x incarnation rather than original mega man but no yeah i'm sorry like i first of all i've grown up with mega man just like you and i love mega man no matter what form he takes but i will say that mega man x was probably my favorite incarnation of him and i think that uh he had such a compelling story in in those games that it just seems it, it seemed seems to me like he would just be a better fit in smash per se just uh just because of I think, what they could do with his moves i think he's but too anime maybe i mean in any case like mega in man is, a, is amazing character like i played the crap out of mega man in smash 4 and he's not all that different in smash ultimate and i'm okay with that because mega man is badass i mean there's there's nothing more fun than knocking someone up into the air with a kind of reference Shoto, uh, sorry, not Shoto, uh, Shoryuken, and then blasting them up into the ceiling with a little wind gust. It's it's just so complete in your victory. So I love Mega Man. I don't think I can think of a better Final Smash, man. I'm looking. I'm I mean, looking Sheik... and I don't know if I see one. Sheik's is cool, but like, we're talking like every Ganondorf? Mega Man in, in the world. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to give it to Mega Man. Man. I think what, I, I what think about I might Incineroar? Nah, his Final Smash isn't uh, as good, actually, as uh, His Final Smash is amazing. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. I'm not even a wrestling fan, and I think that. Anyway, continue. Uh, his, Incineroar's Final Smash should be an F5, for sure. It's <laughs> yes. what it should be. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Pokemon Trainer and is is next on the on the list, giving a B. And this is one where I was kind of tempted to rank them all separately, but we ended up kind of clumping them together. I think a B is appropriate. I would have I would have given Charizard a B. I would have given Squirtle and Ivysaur probably like a C or a C plus. So I, I think a B is fine. So this is another character in where there's really two sides of the coin. And I think that he's funny because you really could split each of his his Pokemon into an individual character. Because outside of not having a down B move, they're all pretty fully fleshed out. 
and they all have oh, different uses. Now, competitively speaking, Ivysaur is considered like S tier almost. He's Seriously? got yeah, he's got his moves are so powerful and they have such high priority and he's not a slow character either that he can just utterly punish any mistakes that someone makes. Now, Charizard oh, wow. and, and Squirtle are not so high, uh, speaking that way. I, however, would rank Squirtle really high, but that's just because he's my favorite Pokemon, so that's kind of cheating, I guess. See, I, I am always, I've always been a grass starter. Bulbasaur was my first ever Pokemon, so to me, it's kind of lame, and I do like Ivysaur, but it's kind of lame that, like, he kind of got the short end of his stick, because, like, you know, obviously Charizard was always going to be your your you know final form pokemon of the three Mm -hmm. i don't know and i guess like it makes sense for squirtle to be the 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 first starter because he's the cutest i guess maybe but i don't know i feel like ivasaur is just kind of like the forgotten man in this which makes me a little bit sad Um, well i'd still love to see a venusaur that that might be true but i mean he's he's shown up uh, to to all the people watching Smash Tourneys and stuff, so he's get he's getting at least some limelight, and like he he's a great character. Like all three of these these guys are, in my opinion, great characters. I mean, Ivysaur obviously from competitive standpoint. I think Squirtle has a great move set too, just for funs, funsies. Like he is, he's he, very fast. He's he's a bastard yeah. to hit. And then Charizard, like Charizard, is the exact same as he was in Smash Four, minus the Rock Smash, which is unfortunate. But I, I like, was gonna say that that is too bad because I really liked that move. That was probably yeah. my favorite move of his. I, I definitely I agree. Know. It's unfortunate. The the final Smash, I think, for them is is lame. Um, it's a toned down Pokemon version of Mega Man's final Smash. It, it, it's too bad that. They couldn't have just went ahead and did like Charizard's final smash, you know, keep it the same. Have yeah. Ivysaur call in like let's just say a, a Mega Evolved Venusaur. Have Squirtle call in a Mega Evolved Blastoise and just you know do something like that. Have it have it individual for every single Pokemon. I, I mean, I understand why they didn't. That'd probably be a pain in the ass. But uh, it's too bad. All the same for me. Yeah, I agree. That would have been that would have been nice. All right, so moving on. Next on the list, getting that B grade, Street Fighter Zone Ryu. Yeah. So this was uh, this was a kind of an obvious choice, I think, to to be included in Smash eventually. Uh, Ryu, of course, is just an absolute iconic character, and I'm going to give you some props too because we did ask some other people, "Who do you think of when you think of Street Fighter?" And a lot of people did say Ryu and Ken. So, props to you for that. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that they did a really, really good job of taking all of, like, his signature Street Fighter moves and implementing them over to Smash. And I think that it was just a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, I, I said this back when Smash 4 came out and Ryu debuted. Is like, he, you can play Ryu in Smash, like, almost like you play him in Street Fighter, and that's amazing. Like, there's... Honestly, there are very few characters in Smash that I consider to be like that there are a lot of characters in smash who have like their iconic abilities and things like that but because smash is such a different game from you know a lot of these characters origins it's hard to you know 
make playing as that character feel like you're playing them in you know their own games but ryu coming from a fighting game you know just fit almost perfectly and i have had so much fun playing as him i really enjoy the fact that you know if you do manual inputs like if you were actually playing street fighter for all the special moves they're much more powerful so it it's an which is a crazy feature to add yeah Absolutely. Like, like insane that they that they went to that length to do it. So, yeah, they, like, they what, treated like what, Ryu what a, a crossover. Yeah. They did, yeah, they really did, and it shows. He's uh, he like I don't I don't play as him super super often, but I really do, I really do like when I do get to play as him. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a Guile guy myself, but uh, I you know I I respect Ryu, and it's it's just like every time I play as him and do his side special. Or his or his up special, it's just like God. This is so. The transition was just so seamless, and I think that for me is something that I appreciate about him and, and like about Ryu almost more than I like playing as the character himself. You know what I mean? It just, just feels how, great. Yeah, it it feels totally totally right, like like a match made in heaven. So, I don't think we can say anything more about this guy. He's cool that he has two final smashes though. Oh yeah, that that is true. And, and you can't give Pokemon Trainer three final smashes. Come on. I don't know, man. Jeez. We're going to be bitter about list. that for a long time. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Next on the list, B-grade goes to Richter Belmont. That's the first time sad. that we're hearing the name Belmont. That's not going to be the last. Yeah, I'm kind of sad about that, actually, because personally, I like Richter more than Simon, uh, both in Castlevania and in Smash, but um, it's a respectable showing. B is not too shabby. I would agree that I like Richter more than Simon in Castlevania, but I feel like in I feel like you got to pay your respects to the original. And I know that that Simon only debuted like literally ten minutes before Richter did in Smash Bros. Not even, but you know Simon is definitely the iconic character like when you think of castlevania you think of simon belmont and you think of dracula yeah and you think absolutely of alucard. yeah alucard, i mean I I, if, I'm being, if i'm being honest i would have i would have rather uh, alucard over you know everybody oh yeah but uh yeah definitely Richter, he's good well we'll See, do a that's little, little bit done. of a deep dive yeah they, they I mean, could we'll, we'll do a deep dive into simon's moves when we get there but yeah I, I think that richter is a, is a respectable alternative how about that oh absolutely yeah like, if you're not down with Simon, Richter's your boy, for sure. Uh, so last B-grade before we move up a tier goes to our own Princess Zelda. Man, I always really liked playing as her. I thought she would be higher on the list, but then I realized that uh, when I was playing as her, I'm just not very good with her. And, you know, I really love her design in this game. I think it's probably her best Smash look personally oh for sure well ocarina of time um in melee was pretty good too that yeah good. fair i don't know I'll, like, I'll give you this she does look really good in this game it's certainly better than that drab twilight princess look that she had you no know offense. what i hope mossy's gives oh, me credit though there. because like i as much of an ocarina of time fanboy as i am like I really love the a link, uh, a link to the past look, and I really, really enjoy, like, just her overall 
aesthetic. I like I like her moves. I think they all fit her well. And if we were to ever see like Zelda fully in action, I think this would be a cool way to see her. Uh, I'm just not that good with her, so I I can't rank her higher than than a B. You know. Yeah. Um. I'm a big fan of her Skyward Sword design myself, and if I had to pick anything, I'd probably pick that, but this is a close uh, It's a close second. That bowl cut just so. bothers me sometimes, though. But I'm with you. I, I love her, her Skyward Sword version. Like, she's amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm i not great with Zelda. I can, like, I can perform decently with Zelda. I think that she's got really fun moves. The one thing that's always stuck out like a sore thumb to me, though, is uh, when they gave her that new... Um, bottom B special in Smash Four, where she's got the Phantom. Mm-hmm. It 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 just it it doesn't gel with uh, you know the rest of her magic and stuff like that. It feels like a weird attack to me. Maybe that's just my inherent bias against Spirit Tracks leaking out, but uh, I don't know. It's just something I noticed with her. Um, I I do like her. I think that she's uh, she could be really fun to play as. I you know great from attacking from afar. Is really it just me, or kick? did they change her spirit because or her phantom? Because her down B for me seems like it doesn't come out instantly if you want it to. Uh, you know, I can't say that I've played more than like one match with her in Ultimate so far, to be honest okay. with you. So I'm I'm not sure. I think I played a match with her after I unlocked her, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, obviously, you know, obviously we're gonna be preferential to Zelda characters, so. Uh, she's not the last Zelda character that you'll be seeing on this list, that's for sure. And she deserves it. Like, honestly, she's a good character, and she's a fun character, and that yep. aesthetic is amazing, so there's no reason she shouldn't be a B. Yep, there you go. We're moving on to the B pluses. These guys were almost A's, but they just didn't quite get there. Let's start off with our homies. They're back in town. It's the Ice Climbers grabbing that B plus. How good is it to see Popo and Nana back I'm Smash so Bros. glad. These characters are so fun. Like, I don't know why they weren't in, you know, ult- uh, sorry, in, in uh, Smash 4. I, it's... I, I will tell you why they weren't in. And that's because they couldn't run on the 3DS. Which I feel like, I mean, I'm sure it's true, but I just feel like that's lame. lame Is that lame, really lame. the and real reason why they weren't in Smash 4? That, that was the reason that they were cut, yes. Because they couldn't, fu- they couldn't figure out the dual functionality of them on the 3ds screen but apparently they could figure out olimar and 20 pikmin following behind him so i don't know you know are any of sakurai's reasonings actually legitimate at this point like can we can we psychoanalyze this and figure out why he's lying to us i don't think you can psychoanalyze that man um it's true you know, he only I, keeps and getting I never, younger too i never played a whole lot as the ice climbers i was never like they're never one of the my go-to characters but it stung when they were cut from the last game it really did and i don't know why but i was just like ah like the ice climbers man like they've been there almost since the beginning like since 2001 look i know why the reason is first of all they're some of the most adorable characters in all of damn it they are also, good point. They're a they're a blast to play. You may not play them a lot, but every time you do, I guarantee you there's a smile on your fl- on your face. I love the I love the sounds that they make whenever you shoot a block of ice. Yep. 
That's pretty I love great. their final smash. Uh, it, it's not even a particularly good final smash, but like, I don't know, something about just this giant iceberg coming up. I, I love I loved every ice climber stage I've probably ever played. Um, I wish that they'd bring one from Melee back where you had to scroll up the mountain. I thought that one was so cool. I'm pretty I, sure yeah, that's, is there... that is in. No, I think the one from Brawl is in the summit stage. Huh. That that one is it. This wasn't. This one was like an actual scrolling stage, like kind of like the Pac-Man stage, but vertical. No, and I know. To, I know uh, the stage you're referring to, and I could have swore they put both of them in, but maybe I'm. I'm. There's so many stages, so many characters in this game. It's hard to remember sometimes. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Um, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it's just the inherent charmingness of the ice climbers, and you know, I'm, man, I'm glad to see these guys back in. So. It's, a it's well not that I like spot. playing as them. It's not that I think they're great characters. I just, man, there's something about those ice climbers. They're just B+. awesome, okay? Just accept it. B plus, baby. Um, all right, so B plus is going out to the newly rejuvenated Link. That's right. The hero of time is sitting at a B plus. He is rocking his new champion's look. Uh, I feel like he is forward running slash is just ridiculous how powerful that thing is i don't remember it being that powerful in the last no, Smash game am i crazy it's, it's one of the things that they they buffed so uh link oh man for the first time in smash history link is finally a legitimately competitive character. This is one of the first this times... This guy that, is a fighter. He is. And this is one of the first times that like, he's actually been ranked by other pros as being you know, top tier. And it's crazy to think of because you know, in previous games, Link was always very... you know, He's a zoning kind of character. He uses bombs and, and boomerangs and, and his bows to, to keep foes at bay or keep them at the range that he wants them to be. But now that they've made a lot of very subtle changes to his character have just made him so different and it's only small things that were really altered with the exception of the bomb that was that's actually pretty big i feel um uh, maybe it's just me but i i have not mastered that bomb at all i end up just blowing myself up most of the time yeah it, it definitely takes some getting used to but i think overall like link is definitely in great shape you know, not well, just there, there is either. something there is something in his champion's juice because his forward smash devastating his up smash devastating his, you know, you come down on an opponent twice in a row spiked to the head. They, they, he feels jacked like this guy went on a diet. He worked out. He's he's got an eight pack under there. He is he's a new man. Yeah, everything everything about him just feels good now, and uh, you know the I've mained Link since the very first one, and like I've never felt him be such a, a a solid part of this roster, and I think that you know the fact that they gave him a little bit longer of a sword reach, the fact that his moves actually have priority for once. Uh, the fact that he can combo decently well, not as well as Young Link, but he can still combo pretty darn uh, spectacularly, and he's just got great smash power. So uh, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing to dislike about this version of Link, well, and I'm super on. glad let's, to see let's it. Let's not get ahead of ourselves because we let Zelda off the hook with this, but I, you know, we can't let Link off the hook with this. His new Final Smash sucks. 
Okay, yeah, that's true. I am sorry. It is true. It is super easy to miss. It's not that impactful. The Ancient Arrow, like, it's not even a cool animation of, like, you know when the trailer for Breath of the Wild, the arrow came out and it, like, like machined itself into place? That's a new word, by the way. You know, it, it got into place and it looked really badass and then he shot the Guardian with it. This one, it's just, like, boom. Like, you might as well just be holding B. Yeah. To charge up no. your arrow. It, it You're sucks. super right. It's it's problematic, I think, too, because, like, there are so many characters that have, like, fairly long Smash anime, like, Final Smash animations, such as Richter and Simon. And, you know, the fact that Link pulls out his bow, instantly shoots the arrow, and the guy's either dead or not, and that's it. And it seems like they could have spent a little bit more time on it, especially since they decided to actually change it. Like, I would have been happy if they didn't change his Final Smash at all, you know? His Final Smash was incredibly generic, but I like it more than what he's got. Yeah, I don't know. His his final smash is uh, is disappointing. But other than that, you know, Link Link is living large and in charge. Yeah, he's a good, he's he feels good now. Uh, you know, with the exception of that. So I'm I'm really happy with where Link is in the game. Uh, all right, B plus. The last B plus goes to our man, Solid Snake. Oh. Speaking of, feels good to be back. Feels so good. And it's David Hayter. Yes, Thank that God. is probably what I like the most about Snake in this game. And it's not Kiefer Sutherland doing the voice of Snake, which just feels wrong on so many levels. This is Snake as it was meant to be. And I'm going to I'm gonna be honest with everybody listening. I can't play a Snake at all. I actually hate playing a Snake. I don't like playing as him at all. I think his smash attacks are like, they're not for me. It's weird to use a rocket launcher. I don't think any of his specials are like super good. But just the fact that this dude is in Super Smash at all is just like, so it resonates with me so much because I am a diehard Metal Gear Solid fan. And when he was announced for Brawl, I went crazy. I, I'm right there with you. Like, I've been a Metal Gear fan since before I can even remember. I've been, like, my brother had the original Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation 1. We ended up actually going out and getting uh, an MSX back in the, uh, back when it was, it was so hard to get. And being able to, like, play the original Metal Gear games, they're not the same as Metal Gear Solid, but, you know, getting that original, original story they're and fun. content. Yeah, they Either they're way. definitely fun. They're just they're totally not the same. If you play Metal Gear Solid and then you go and play Metal Gear 1 and 2, it's a whole different yeah. ball game. But that being said, like Snake is just su- he's such an iconic character and it has been since the since the 90s and I believe Metal Gear 1 and 2 came out in the late 80s. Could be wrong yes, on that. That's correct. But You're right. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, either either way, Snake has definitely been been there for the long haul. And the fact that he's in Smash is incredible. Just like Cloud, just like um, Ridley and all these different characters, uh, Sonic especially. Um, you know, he it and it feels so nice, feels so good. Let's not let's not overlook too that Snake was the first one to break that third party barrier. And uh, like as as far as legend has it, uh, Hideo Kojima really petitioned for Solid Snake to be in uh, Melee, but due to time constraints, they just they couldn't make it work. I'm actually almost 100% sure that's true. Yeah. Which, They're, I mean, how crazy would that have been? That would have been 
unreal. Because that, that would have been even before Metal Gear Solid 2 at that point. Would it have been? Metal Gear yeah, Solid 2 I, was in 2002, if I remember correct. You're correct, and, and uh, Melee was late 2001. So that, That's true. Uh, that would have been crazy. Because at that point, too, Solid Snake... Um, he had, it, you know, they had ported the uh, the Twin Snakes over to GameCube at that t- at that point. So there's at least kind of a a history of Snake on Nintendo at that point. Right. So it's really funny to think we could have been. Actually, I will say I do wish that they had a skin with Snake without a beard. As much as I love him with a beard, sometimes I like him, you know, Metal Gear Solid One without the beard. A little clean shaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he still had stubble in in MGS One. But any case, I, I know, I, but like it wasn't the, you know. Yeah, I will say I am a little sad. Uh, originally, I had thought that they had added in new codex, like they did with, um, not Palutena, with, um, with Pit and. Uh, oh, they didn't end up doing that. Yeah, unfortunately, they so apparently David Hayter wanted to record new codex. He's he was totally down and willing to do so, but there was apparently an issue where in. Uh, for his Japanese voice actor, um, or sorry, the Japanese voice actor for Colonel Campbell uh, had died, so they didn't want oh. to. Yeah, so they didn't want to add in new lines either just yet or just out of respect for for that, uh, because obviously some of the calls would probably involve Colonel Campbell. So that's the reason, uh, apparently, why um, probably, he didn't get probably new most ones. of them. Yeah. Honestly. So all of them are the I mean, same. Some of them you have Otacon, but yeah. Well, there's Otacon, Mailing, and and Colonel Campbell. One thing I did notice about Snake that I thought was pretty cool is uh, they changed his symbol. You know, like the fighter symbol before it was the uh, the Foxhound logo, which was the the logo for Kojima's studio at that point, if I'm not mistaken. And they they replaced it in this game with the exclamation mark, which I just think is like so perfect. I actually didn't even notice that yet. Oh my gosh, it's That's crazy. so good. I so love it. I, I really like that. So yeah, Solid Snake. It's good to have you back, my man. Uh, let's move on to A minus. Show me your moves. Captain Falcon is up. My boy Taylor, you played me as Captain Falcon the other night. Tell him what you saw. You know what? Andy's actually legitimately good with this character, and not only that, but like Captain Falcon is actually really fun. All right, I'm going to tell you what Taylor saw. Taylor saw Andy Spiteri go, show me your moves the entire time that we were fighting. Everyone else was just fighting, and I was taunting the entire time. And Maybe breaking won. it up to just Falcon Punch every now and then. But you still won. <laughs> I can't, I don't know what it is. It's just something about the show me moves. It's such a troll taunt. And, I, you know, I myself am kind of a troll, so I just I can't help it. I just do that taunt over and over, and it annoys everybody so much, and it's just it brings me so much joy to do that. It's Captain Fabulous, dude. It's he's <laughs> one of the best characters. He's got some of the best color outfits. Like just pink Captain Falcon is the best. There's no great. I actually, costume. I have a I have a, a t-shirt custom made with Falcon's face on it that says "Show me a moves." I am a hundred percent not lying about this. Oh man, this this is one of the greatest characters ever. Just for if even if it's only just for memes, like this character is rock solid, ten out of ten. Yeah, I mean, like there, there's nothing, nothing better than landing that big, wet, nasty, 
dirty Falcom punch right to somebody's face. Like, there's no better feeling in the world. Cool final yeah. smash, cool taunt, cool moves, Captain Falcon, A minus, my man. I think that's all that needs to be said about him. Enough said. Uh, so A minus goes to, and ooh, I am going to eat not a little crow, probably a whole flock of crows for this, but here we go. A minus goes to Incineroar, a.k.a. the character that I spent an entire episode bitching about just a few weeks back. You know, on a scale of 1 to 10, I want to know how shocked our our listeners are that, you know, he's he's managed to thwart the uh, typical Andy cynicism. Now, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. On a principal level, I object to Incineroar being instilled because we didn't need another Pokemon. And on another principal level, I object to a second fire starter being put in over a grass starter because I am a grass starter guy. Decidueye was such a cool Pokemon. Come on, give us a Pokemon. That's Decidueye and a grass starter. But, damn it, there's just something so fun about throwing German suplexes and top rope splashes and whipping people into the ring ropes and tolling up your title belt as Incineroar that it just, it can't be denied. Look, I just want to point out that even way back when we were viewing this direct and we were talking in the staff break room, like, I was telling you, it's like, this character seems tailor-made for you, Mossies and Goo, and, like, <laughs> god damn it, was I right? <laughs> like, you love him. He is, he's pretty great. I'm, I, I can't deny it. I do wish that his final smash was, like, the big Brock Lesnar F5, though. That would just be amazing. That yeah okay I mean, I, his final um, smash is still amazing though like yeah it's we, it's pretty cool. Can we appreciate it? it? Yeah, it's it's a good final smash. You know what is not good of his though, and that is his recovery because that will just oh, as yeah. quickly kill you as it will actually help you. I've I um, very quickly noticed that when I picked him up the other day to to start yes. messing around with him. It's it's a great offensive move, but like I, I feel like when you get sent pretty far as Incineroar, you are in trouble. Yeah, you're not just not quite to the extent of Little Matt, uh, Little Mac rather, but you know, you have a very, a very finite window to grab a ledge before you just drop kick right down. If you have so. height, he's fine recovering, but like if you get spiked or anything like that, there's no recovering with him, no matter what. And yeah, it's, I think... it's not the height I feel, but it's the distance. Like if you get, if you get smashed far away and you have a, a distance to go to get back in, like forget about it. I mean, as long as you're above the ring for a fair amount of time, I think you're still good because the diagonal action of it, as long as you do it while you're still above the ring, you have a chance. But like when you're down below, like he only goes like a couple of inches up and then he goes straight diagonally down. So it's. I don't know. I feel like his his side B is a better recovery move than his up B. And I, I don't know. Honestly, I think that his recovery is worse than than um, Little Max. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I, I will agree with you that it's it's not great. That's for sure. Uh, I think regardless, I mean, though, he's hella fun. Oh, he's, he's a blast. Uh, 
the title belt that's around his waist whenever you pose it. You know what I notice is that every time you hit a uh, a smash move with him, like if you he charge flexes. up your A smash, he flexes. Yeah. He he does like the Hulk Hogan, like say your prayers, brother, and and oh my god, it's great. So you know what else I also noticed? Incineroar actually borrows a couple of moves from Zangief from Street Fighter. So that his that would his, be a dream match. His neutral B move is actually a straight rip of Zangief's uh, uh, Z trigger or sorry V trigger in um, in uh, Street Fighter Five. Uh, where just a little cyclone spin and pulls someone in and, and knocks them around, uh, which is amazing. And I think that, like, if there were ever to be additional Echo Fighters introduced in this game, they could very easily make a Zangief Echo Fighter off of Incineroar, and it's amazing. And, like, honestly, I'm not even a wrestling fan. I love this character. Yeah, I'm a wrestling fan, so it, he speaks to me. He speaks my language. So A minus to Incineroar, and also A minus, the last A minus on our list before we get to just the absolute top tier guys. That's newcomer Simon Belmont. Mr. Belmont. Man, this guy works great in Smash. Um, like and you know both? a a character like this, I feel there was such diverse moves in Castlevania was tailor made for Smash, but kind of like Ryu, like. They implemented it so smoothly, and everything feels really natural. It could have been a disaster to uh, implement the whip, I feel like. Oh, absolutely. But it, so, it feels, yeah, it feels really good. So I've said this before, um, but, like, both Richter and Simon, they are the epitome of what zoning characters are supposed to be. It's like, we think that Link is good at that stuff? No. Like, Simon... Simon and Richter is where it's at. They have mo- all of their moves cover, you know, very specific areas and, and zones. So, like, you know, he's got his neutral B special, which th- tosses the axe, and uh, that covers your diagonal uh, air approach. Then you've got the spitting cross, which is his side B that, uh, you know, obviously covers any distance in between him and his opponent. And then he's got, you know, kind of a mix of both with his down B, which is the, the flame. And it just, it works so well. If you play him right, somebody will never touch you. And he does such good damage. Like, oh man, a Castlevania character in Smash, I never thought that they would feel and play so well as Simon and Richter. I saw a video, I think last night, of a smash player um you're gonna probably point out his name because i can't remember but he's like one of the best smash players in the world and this guy did this crazy ass combo and it took it in like a series of moves from zero percent and about two seconds later this guy was dead yeah um he he threw like the he threw the spinning cross in midair and kind of upbeat him and then it was it was a crazy combo so like simon is insane but like as a castlevania fan and i'm a big castlevania fan seeing there's a, there's a certain satisfaction when a character gets ported over to Smash, and seeing some of their moves just so faithfully recreated in that Smash universe. Um, and, and Belmont might be the best. Like, where, whereas I feel like Solid Snake, I love the character, but I, I don't know that his moves really translated over as well. Simon's moves are just, like, pitch perfect. Like, almost everything that he does just feels like like again like Ryu like this guy was made for Smash Bros 
I I one hundred percent agree. Like the only the, the only thing I don't like about Simon is he doesn't have his uh, his red haired version of himself, which I like that version. I know a lot of people don't. Yeah, I wonder why they didn't include that as an alternate skin. That's too bad. I I can totally see why they didn't because it's not like the the NES Simon, but uh, that's too bad. Cool Final Smash as well. In fact, oh yeah. The only the only thing that I don't like about Simon is that he's not Alucard. That's really it. <laughs> yeah. Because because Alucard is my favorite, but like man, Simon just he's he is awesome. So there you have it. Let's move on to the absolute top tier guys, our A guys. So much like our F grade, there was there was no compromising to get to the very top and the very bottom. So everyone that was ranked an F, we both ranked them an F. They we both thought that they were just the worst, deserved to be on that lower tier. Conversely, the tier that we are at now, the A grade, we both ranked them as A players. So you're going to see our absolute favorite characters in this tier. Are you ready? Oh yeah. All right. And you know what? I know it's Christmas. I know we're running long, but whatever. We're going to do a deep dive into it. Let's get it started. A goes to our boy, Cloud Strife. Man, I don't think I ever thought Cloud would make it in Smash, but damn, did he? Ever. And did he do it well? I, you know you know how I was talking about Greninja earlier and how I was generally shocked when he was announced as a fighter? Yeah. I have never been as shocked not only from a Smash Bros. perspective, but maybe from a video game perspective. I have never, ever been as shocked and stunned as I was when Cloud Strife was announced as a playable fighter for Smash Bros. When his when that Final Fantasy VII music started in the reveal trailer, I was just like, that's weird. This sounds like Final Fantasy VII. And then I'm like, this is Final Fantasy VII. This can't be happening. And I was like, holy, holy crap, Cloud Strife. I I was lie. just flabbergasted. I'm not gonna lie. When I heard the music and I and I saw the trailer, I might have needed fresh underwear. That was it was so amazing. I I, couldn't I was blown away. Believe it. Yeah, it, and you know, no history of being on a Nintendo console. I think that this this was the moment that you could legitimately point to and be like, anybody can be in Super Smash Bros. Now, anybody, mm-hmm. not just characters that are associated with Nintendo. Anybody can be in Smash Bros. I don't think that there would be a single person that you could put in on this planet that would surprise me the way that Cloud Strife surprised me. Sure. I mean, to be fair, though, Final Fantasy was originally on Nintendo consoles, so it's not like Final Fantasy is a stranger to them, but it was definitely surprising because of their long association now with with, uh, Sony. Well, and Cloud in particular with Sony... Yeah, with I mean the I'm, whole era of Final Fantasy seven through uh, ten was was all PlayStation. Oh, you forgot the one of the best Final Fantasies there, Paul. Oh, twelve, yeah, that as well, and eleven. What well, I thought that was computer only. Was no, it, it was also on the PS two. Like that, you remember the old janky like uh, uh, internet yeah. setup you could buy for yeah, it. I you do. had to do that I for do. eleven, but you could play eleven on PS two. Um, but man, like you think, I think of PlayStation and I think what 
you know, the game that really kickstarted them and put them on the map, I think Final Fantasy VII. So getting that just seemed to be such a coup for Nintendo. So, and, and you know what? For for all the reasons that we've talked about alone, Cloud would be an A character for me, but he plays really good too. His stage is really good. His his moves are quite reflective of, you know, the character himself. I think the limit break is, is a neat feature. So there's there's meat on the bone to to kind of keep your belly full after the initial shock of that announcement wears off. And he has his Advent Children costume, which is cool too. I was just about to say that as I really love the fact that they implemented a lot of things from Advent Children into not yeah. just uh, his Final Smash or his costume, but also his regular moveset. You know what is the only thing uh, I think lacking in Cloud? And it's not even in Cloud necessarily, but you play at Midgar, there's only two songs to choose from. What's up with that? That's also true. Yeah, I was noticing that the other day as well, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, wait a minute, is I? it has to be a licensing issue. Because I remember there was an issue too with, um, with the PlayStation Vita, so... You know, I, I thought back in the day, and this is the reason I got a Vita, was because I would be able to play um, Crisis Core on it. And then I realized that Crisis Core never got put on the Vita, despite it being a PSP game, because there was a music issue. Like, there was some copyright mess up or copyright issue that when the Vita came out, they were unable to use the music again. So they are just like, screw it, we're not going to port the game. So I wonder if there only being two songs in Smash, if it's kind of a similar issue, like the, for whatever reason they just they couldn't get the rights or they didn't want to pay for, for more. I, I feel like it has to be. I mean, for goodness sakes, you've got like 40 songs from Castlevania for one stage. Well, here's the other question. Could it also just be us not having come across them in the shop yet? Because there are a ton of songs in the shop that you can buy too. No, there's there's just the two, and there was just the two in the last game as well. Yeah, okay. Well, which is, that's unfortunate. Which is too bad. But, you know, whatever. Our, as long the as two Cloud's songs there, they have okay are amazing. That. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to our next A-grade fighter, Corrin from Fire Emblem Fates. I'm not going to lie. When... When they first announced Corrin, I was like, okay, maybe. But then I played Corrin in Smash 4. He, she quickly became one of my favorite characters in Smash 4. And then I went out and bought Fates, uh, and I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed playing as Corrin in in their own game as well as playing them in in Smash. And I think in Smash Ultimate, they have retained not only you know, their really their uniqueness as a Fire Emblem character and you know, amongst the sea of trees. But uh mm-hmm. you know, it's she's just fun. It's really now, I wanna fun. point out this is yet another example again of Corin was in Super Smash Bros before Fire Emblem Fates was released. So yeah. I just want to point out again that that reason for no Xenoblade characters was just total malarkey. Look, but I, I followed I followed the exact same path as you, almost to a T, as a matter of fact. Um, I, I was already going to buy Fire Emblem Fates because I was really a big fan of Awakening. 
But yeah. when I saw the announcement, I was pretty underwhelmed because I was just like, oh, Jesus, another Fire Emblem character? Like, really? Um, because at that point, Roy had come back as well. And so I was just like, okay, like that, that's got to be it for Fire Emblem characters, for God's sakes. Like, so he, he was already at kind of a disadvantage for me um, from that point on. But I mean, you play as him, and he really he does stand out. You're very you're I mean you're right. His counter is different. His his moves that kind of focus on his transformative abilities and turning into a dragon I think are really really fun. He he does just enough to kind of have that fire emblem flair, but also set himself apart to to justify his inclusion. So I I think that he he was an uphill character for me that had an uphill battle but i think you know corin obviously pulled it, it off because we both ranked him as an a character yeah i agree like i there's not a whole lot about corin i don't like i mean they i think what really sets fire emblem characters apart from me is how unique their moveset is because we have so many that are just okay let's take marth and let's, let's clone marth right let's see uh you know what m- very minor things we can change about it but corin like oh man and the like the dragon spike is one of my favorite things about corin because not only does it act as you know an ability to anchor yourself to the stage especially if you're like falling off but the fact that you can trap people in it and then get free hits on them her neutral b special is fantastic it's it's a fairly damaging move it has good knockback you can actually ko with it at certain percents and it stuns the opponent so it's especially fun in four player smash whenever when everything is already chaos and then you get hit by that thing and then somebody else knocks you across the map there there's there's nothing i don't find um like uninteresting about her about their the character and that final smash is awesome yeah so good and I, I i i'm convinced now that nintendo uses smash games to sell their next fire emblem games honestly <laughs> fire emblem the series would have never never made it to north america if it weren't for super smash bros melee i i truly believe that no it's 100 percent true it's been confirmed by nintendo so there you go Thank you, Sakurai, for introducing us to these Fire Emblem characters who, spoilers, we are not done talking about. But we are going to talk Even about... we bitch about them all the time. All the time. Uh, I was gonna... We are done talking about Pokemon, so at least there's that. That's true. We are going to talk about Ganondorf. Oh, my God. I'm so this, in love this with guy, this version. So fresh and so clean in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, he got a much, much needed makeover because Fat Ganon from Twilight Princess just wasn't doing it for me anymore. This guy, he's he's on the same juice that, that Link is. He looks thinner. He looks leaner. He's building that muscle. His smashes are more powerful than ever. He got rid of the kicks and stuff. He pulled out his big sword, which is a different sword than his Twilight Princess one. Respect for that. This guy, he, he feels he feels great. I'm also 90% If they would have only sure. just given him some new special moves. Yeah, I, I can forgive that because, I mean, also, I, I'm 90% sure they also pulled the original uh, voice actor for Ocarina of Time Ganon back for this game because there are some moves that he does that are kind of Ocarina of Time-esque that just sound like 
his Ocarina of Time actor. And yeah, yeah, uh, and and how good is it to see Ocarina of Time Ganon oh, in that final smash? It's so good. It's that's my you know, favorite I, version of Ganon, and it will always be my favorite version of Ganon. Let, let's not dwell on Ganon too much because we got some newcomers to get into here. But I, I mean, because I think that everyone listening to this, it probably, probably a Zelda esque bias in Smash, but it is damn good to see Ganon at that top tier for me. Also, I have to say, like his back air is so beautiful. It's, you pimp slap someone across the stage. It's and doing it as Ganon, it just feels so gnarly, <laughs> so good. Oh my that's god, that's a that's a Gerudo high five. It's yeah, a Gerudo high five. <laughs> okay, so the next couple of characters here. Are we suffering from new character bias? Ah, we might be, but whatever. A goes to Inkling. And right, so you know is... what? We were talking about it with Mega Man, but I feel yeah. like Inkling really flew under the radar coming into Ultimate. But uh, she feels great to me. Like I, I really enjoy it. Another case of just like perfectly implementing the moves from Splatoon to make it work in Smash. I definitely agree that um, I, I didn't know you know a huge amount of people who were like, oh yeah, Inkling's in the game. I'm so gonna you know play play the crap out of them, but. Uh, you know, when she she released, not only is Inkling, like, just fun as heck to play, they're also considered one of the most OP characters in the game right now. Really? Yeah, they're S-tier, uh, or at least they were, like, a week ago. I know that patch 1.2 came out, and I'm not sure if uh, one of the changes in there kind of lowered them a bit, but... According to several Smash players that are professionals and have been winning tournaments left and right, such as Zero and Leffen, they all rank Inkling as as S or A, A plus tier. You know, the thing about Inkling is uh, I really love everything that comes with the package as well. Like, the fighter is great, but then you get the really cool stage. And with the really cool stage comes the great music. And Splatoon has some of the coolest music in video games nowadays. Squid um, Sisters! Yeah, there's... And you know what? I am I'm shocked, actually, that Inkling wasn't a downloadable fighter for Smash 4. I, I was totally convinced that she would be. Well, we got um, the Mii Fighter costume. Yeah, and, but I like I was I was sure that she was going to be... I, I was pretty sure that Inkling was going to take Corrin's spot in that announcement, actually. Yeah, so, I, I was right there with you, honestly. And, like, Splatoon is, like, the most pushed Nintendo franchise of probably the last 15 years. So, it's like, it's not, like, her, it was inevitable that they were going to end up at Smash. But, like, I, I think that they really did justice to to how Inkling controls in, in Splatoon. And they also, you know, an important thing in Splatoon is you can really customize your Inkling to, you know, to your own fashion and stuff like that. And I think that, like... I mean, obviously you can't customize wardrobes in Smash Bros, but like every single um, alternate costume is is so vastly different and unique that I really think that it it really adds something to Inkling. I I think think they really got it right for a limited for having a limited amount of like alternate costume slots. Like they really really optimized, you know, each one's look to make them, as you said, very unique from one another. And I think, like, anybody can look through that list and find an inkling that they would like to play as that kind of represents them. 
and it, it's amazing how well their move sets uh, translate from Splatoon to this game. I love that almost every weapon is kind of or every type of weapon rather, not every weapon, but every type of weapon is kind of represented in their in their move set and I, it's it's really fun just throwing a big old pink grenade at mm-hmm. someone and launching them across the stage. I could see Inkling maybe falling a bit as time wears on, um, but I right now I'm just really enjoying it. The only thing I don't like, Final Smash is kind of lame. It's basically I like Samus' I've gotten a Final shot. Smash with Inkling yet. Imagine, imagine Samus' Final Smash, but you can kind of control it, uh, the direction that it's going. It's it's oh. it's it's kind of like, eh, you know. Okay. Um, I think that they could have done something cooler, but probably I'm not exactly sure what that would have been. Do they could have done uh, like the killer whale ultimate and just have like the sound waves go across the screen, just catch people and send them flying? Yeah, I don't know. They they could have done something though. All right, uh, who does anybody remember listening to this show? Champions Cast episode. I want to say it was 15 live at E3. We're watching me and Taylor. We're on Twitch, streaming on Zelda Dungeons Twitch. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate trailer starts. Mario, Mega Man, Samus walking down a dark corridor. Something spikes Mario. His hat is on the ground. Something hits Mega Man. He's gone. All of a sudden, something pops up. You know what it is. You're just waiting for the splash card. It has finally happened. It was Ridley. I just completely lost my mind. I am so, so happy that Ridley lives up to the hype playing as Ridley is awesome this is another all uh, just yet another instance of like newer fresh characters also being very very strong from a professional standpoint like not only is Ridley amazing from you know a fan perspective just being a really cool character but his moves are legit that side B is is completely like unreal. You can, I, I think I I hit you with the with the side B when we were playing last night, and I think I killed us both like instantly the second that we started playing. Dude, not only that, like I was at I think like sixty five or seventy percent damage, and you killed me with that move. And I was like, that's ridiculous. There's no I way. I think it was even lower. It's it's crazy. It might have been. Uh, his tail spike is is another just. It's it's a very unique move because it doesn't correct me if I'm wrong. It doesn't launch you. It just stuns you, but it it does crazy damage. It, it's not something that I really recall seeing another character have. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, Inkling might count because of their side B when they run you over with the paint roller, and kind of stuns you, but it I, also does decent I guess damage. Then you and get you get a buried, free smash. Though. Yeah. I don't know. I Ridley is just fantastic. He looks great. He plays great. He feels great. And he he does look great actually. Like, um, I was kind of thinking that they might go with the version from Metroid Other M, which is the version that they went with in Smash Four. Which uh, it's not my favorite version. Actually, even truth, truth be told, the version from Metroid Samus Returns isn't my favorite version either. But like, I feel like his his main skin is kind of a amalgamation of, of every ridley fight or every ridley that's existed you know yeah and then of course you, you've got the the meta ridley skin which is like so awesome that's my so favorite they, i'm not gonna lie 
oh yeah it looks so good like they did they did this character justice an awesome final smash like maybe not like the most creative move but just like kind of seeing samus's gunship up in space it just it looks awesome it was freaking worth the wait is all i'm gonna say yeah that that reveal the clouds reveal was the most shocking but ridley's might be my favorite you know like that was oh man as a metroid fan really wanting to get ridley into smash and thinking that it would never happen uh man it was it was such a good moment so that's an a for me right there well speaking of favorite reveals this next one has got to be my favorite reveal this one was up there yeah of course who else who else could we be talking about king k rule gets an a grade the man himself i you know this, what this guy they're they're like with um like with Ganon, there is nothing I don't love about this implementation of this character. From his like oversized boxing glove to just his facial expressions when he's getting knocked around and stuff, this character is amazing. You know what's really impressive, I think, is that they've got they've got moves from every single Donkey Kong Country game implemented with King K. Rule. His up B special is straight out of his Baron von Koopenstein guys from Donkey Kong Country 3 <laughs> where he used that little helicopter to fly. Yeah. His his neutral special is probably my favorite, one of my favorite moves in the entire game. He just shoots a cannonball straight from Donkey Kong Country 2, which is a crazy powerful move. And then of course you've got the the throw from, you know, Donkey Kong Country 1 where he just whips the ground. You've got the boxing gloves from DK64. He is just like a a perfect homage to the entire Donkey Kong series. And I think that like I, I didn't like I'm a big Donkey Kong fan as well actually and uh, I always kind of sleep on how big of a Donkey Kong fan I am. I never realize it until I see things like this or I hear that Donkey Kong music in a Donkey Kong stage where I'm just like, God, that was so good. I remember playing that and that was great. And, and the feelings just flood in. Yeah, he, he's yeah. it's such a it's such a good homage to to everything about Donkey Kong and I think that. You know, they really needed and they really deserved to have another character in. And as as cool as Dixie Kong would have been, like King K. Rule just feels like such a such a great, unique addition to Smash. I honestly can't put it any better myself. I I love this character and I think he's so fun, so funny. He's a, he's everything that I look for and and want in a Smash character, honestly. I'm going to tell you a funny story. I first played Donkey Kong Country in 1994. I was on this planet for probably 25 years before it dawned on me one day that King K. Rule meant, like, cruel. Oh, yeah, you, you were uh, not on board with that immediately? <laughs> no, I, I was just like, oh, what a weird name, King K. Rule. And I got, like, almost every single other, like pun that donkey kong had ever done but i just king k rule eluded me for like that's hilarious <laughs> almost all of my life so there you go that's amazing well we are running long but we've got four left and these are our a plus characters now these are characters that taylor and i both selected and they were given immunity so once they once they got that a plus beside them from us we couldn't downvote them no matter how much we wanted to so let's let's go in for the home stretch here. I'm going to talk about my A. Smashers, this is our S tier. This is uh 
This is the the TCC tier, the Champions Cast tier. Hell Champions. yeah! All right, so A plus number one goes to Marth, and this guy has been there for me since the days of White Marth back in Melee with his white cloak and his white uniform. Man, this guy and me have been through it all in Super Smash Bros. He was my main, and you know what? If I still had to pick a main, it would probably be Marth. He's quick, he's agile, he hits hard. He is, uh, you know, I like the strategy involved with trying to hit someone with the tip of your sword. I like, I, I like how you can counter. I like that you can kind of, you know, edge guard as much as I say I'm not competitive. Um, I used to be a little bit with him. He just, he, he works for me. And he might not be as good as I remember him in previous Smash games. But, uh, you know, we've been through it all. So. I gotta say, it's pretty surprising to me that a Fire Emblem character made your A+. I was absolutely expecting Ridley. You know, as much as I do love Ridley, I just feel like, you know, I've got that bond with Marth. Because, I mean, we, you know, I've been playing been through it all. since... Yeah. Yeah, really. Like, And uh, my, next, my next A-plus selection is going to be the same thing. But, uh, you know, he he is my guy. Like, when I... When I was playing people and I had friends of friends over and I wanted to show off and, you know, show how good I was in Smash, it was Marth. Marth was my guy. You know, I I honestly can't disagree with it. Uh, Marth has been almost a staple, I think, in Smash since his introduction um, in Melee. And... You know, he's always he's the classic. He's what most, if not almost all, the other Fire Emblem characters are based off of in Smash. And he seems to be the starting point that Sakurai likes to look at. It's like, hey, let's add in a new Fire Emblem character. What should we do with his moveset? And How can we slightly tweak Marth's moveset? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what was it uh, Krista was saying last night? Where it's like, you can play as Marth, you can play as Fire Marth, you can play yeah. as Girl <laughs> Marth. Dragon oh, Marth, Magic Marth. Um, Ma- Magic Marth is my favorite because every time I hear that, I just think Magic Mike. Uh, so do I now, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> of course, where there is Marth, there is Roy. There is Roy. And that is one of my A-plus picks because we thought, how much more ironic can we make this? You know, the two guys bitching about how many Fire Emblem characters are in every Smash game. <laughs> Why not put two of them at the top of our lists? So, Roy has always been my boy. Let's be fair, though. Hold on. Let's be fair to ourselves here. These were the first two Fire Emblem characters, so at least there weren't, like, six other Marth clones by this point. Also valid. Also valid. Uh, huh. I don't know. I just, I've always liked Roy. I thought that when I first saw him in Melee, it was like with the rest of the world, my first introduction to the character. And he played he played more my style than Marth did. And I liked Marth too, but I felt that Roy was just more of the kind of like the reckless in your face character that you know He's always... a heavy hitter with power moves. For yeah. Sure. And yeah. it just like all of his moves just felt solid. And I love that about him. And I was really, really sad in Brawl when uh, he was replaced by Ike and just didn't feel the same to me. And then, lo and behold, in Smash 4, he came back. And That's I right. was super jazzed. 
Unfortunately, he kind of sucked in Smash 4. But, uh, you know, this character... You know, I was I was really worried that Martha would be cut from Brawl, actually. Now that you bring yeah. it up, I was super worried. Um, but I, yeah, I, I feel like Marth has has the grace in his moves. He has the, yeah. he's the finesse, whereas Roy has kind of that brutal power. And I think that the the dichotomy between them is is nice. I remember playing plenty of a Marth versus Roy match back in my melee days. You know what's interesting? I feel like in Smash Ultimate, Roy has kind of taken on a little bit of that grace that that Marth Marth has. Uh, I feel his moves feel well. He's definitely faster. Like Roy is a lot faster than he was in um, in Smash Four, especially. But his his side B is also much much easier to input. So it by extension it feels faster and better. Um, right. I don't know. I like. I think. I think. I like to think that Roy kind of learns from Marth in in the Smash universe and looks up to Marth as kind of like a teacher and. You can kind of see how Roy takes everything that you know Marth could have theoretically taught him in this in this fantasy universe and puts his own special flair on it. And what can I say? Fire Marth is the best. All right. Well, let's move on to my next A plus. You know, I I talked about guys that have been in, done it all with, been there since the beginning, and this guy has been there since the very beginning. That is Ness. And uh, I almost, like, I would imagine, like, everybody unlocked Ness in Super Smash Bros. for N64. And I was like, who in the hell is this little boy, and what's he doing beside Mario and Link and Samus <laughs> and all these other iconic characters? I had no idea what Earthbound was and, and you know, didn't know anything about it. Um, now you're hooked and i and i wouldn't play i i didn't even play earthbound until many many years later not until it came to the wii u as a matter of fact um but i loved i loved ness and like in in super smash bros for the 64 he was very hard to control he was very hard to master he was a a strange character and then you know, but I felt like I felt like once you kind of mastered his jumps, which were very unorthodox compared to everyone else in Smash at that time, and you you learned to control the PK Thunder, um, that he was he was just such a unique character with unique moves, and I think that like, you know, as uh, as I've continued to play Smash and all these new great characters come in, I keep coming back to Ness, and by extension Lucas as well. I think both of them are great, but Ness is kind of you know, the original one. And I keep coming back to him and I can always bust out Ness and always be fairly competitive with him, but also just there's something extremely satisfying about, you know, nailing that PK fire into yourself and then nailing an opponent or hitting someone with the PK flash or, you know, if somebody's charging at you, PK fire, you know, it, it's, I, I, all of his moves are just really charming to me. Um, and, and, I like the way that he moves. I know that a lot of people don't, but I really do like his jumps and stuff like that. And, you know, the recovery with the PK Thunder, it, it's just turned the tide so many times when with any other character, you'd be out. But when you have that PK Thunder with you, you have a chance. So, yeah, Ness, he's, man, he's, he's my boy. He's a great character. He's He's so unique from the standpoint of when he was introduced. Like, I think... 
I feel like, and this is funny saying this because Smash was a new type of fighting game or new type of game, um, you know, from from the very beginning. And, you know, at that point, like, everybody, everybody's moves felt kind of unique to them. But, like, I want to say that Ness was the most unique of all of them. And I think 100%. And that probably has to do with the fact that we were kind of unfamiliar with Earthbound at the time that the game was released. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, Ness, I feel, had more of an impact than, say, even Marth and Roy did. You know, like... They were sword fighters, so we could understand, you know, these characters are cool and they, you know, they're going to have lots of sword-wielding abilities, so, you know, we, we kind of understand that. You know, Ness comes in and he's killing people with yo-yos. We don't know what the hell to think, so I'm right and, there and with that, It was so cool. You're using, like, baseball bats, yo-yos, stuff like that. Um, his final smash is cool. Like, I, I like that you can control the direction of it. It's completely garbage on big stages, but you get a small stage and it's pretty effective. You know what he um, reminded me of when I first saw him in Smash, and then like looking at his move set and everything like that, it kind of made me think of the uh, the kid from Toy Story, not the evil kid, but like Woody's Woody's owner kid. Like I felt like, hey, what if they took that kid and put him in a Smash game? And it was just it was the funniest thing to me. I could see that, um, and I I love Foresight. That's probably one of my favorite stages. I'm really glad to see it back in, in Ultimate. And, man, it looks great. That stage looks great in Ultimate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, it's what our fans have been waiting for. Bring us home, Taylor. It's time. Oh, man, I don't know if they're waiting for this anymore. But uh, <laughs> y'all knew it was coming. We haven't talked about him at all this whole time. Uh, yes, we have. So here it is. I'll make it brief, just for your sake, Andy, because I like you and you gave me props earlier. My favorite is, of course, Young Link. He will forever be my main in Smash. Although, I will say Ganondorf and Incineroar are making a top bid for that, that status right now. Um, He's just... He, he retained his original moveset, first of all, from, from Melee. Uh, with uh, a couple of added things that I'm not remembering off the top of my head. But uh, not only does he play great, and if you're looking for like the original Link experience um, that new champion Link does not quite have, uh, you can find it in Young Link, and you can, of course, find it in Toon Link. Young Link is better, though, according to all the pros. So competitively, not only is he amazing, but he's just iconic. I love Ocarina of Time. I love Majora's <laughs> Mask. I will say I do agree with everybody, you know, you know, whenever I mention that he's he's my main in Smash and everybody's like, oh, well, I wish they, you know, kind of included his Majora's Mask uh, S stuff like they did in Hyrule Warriors. I agree. That would be awesome. But they didn't. And that's okay because I still love him. So Young Link, A+. You know what? At least he's got the Deku Shield and Fire Arrows and... Something else Kokiri to set sword. him apart. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, what What can I say? I'm really happy that you're happy that he's back. Um, and that's all I'm going to say for him. Because, you and know I what? New amiibo. I've dumped on him so much already that I don't need to do it anymore. I appreciate your kindness. Your generosity. So there we go. Oof. That uh, that's that's it. That's all. That's all that's of them. The My list. God. Good you know, lord. Cumulatively, it took us 
almost three hours. No, it has taken it us three took hours. Us, it took us longer than that. This hour fifteen. This one is probably gonna run close to an hour forty-five. So this is this hours. is our longest episode ever. Um, so yeah. there you go, dear listeners of the Champions Cast. This is our Christmas present to you. Uh, <laughs> almost two hours of Vandy and Taylor. So <laughs> I don't know if uh, I don't know. If, let's just hope that they can't return that Christmas present. Uh, no refunds on that because I'm not well, sure least... that people are gonna want that. So yeah, there you go. This has been our longest episode ever. We really hope that you guys enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I got a fever, and the only prescription is Super Smash Bros. I can't get enough now. We're going to be back on New Year's Eve, and we're going to be talking about what we want to see from The Legend of Zelda in 2019. So definitely make sure that you come back and check that out. We hope everyone has a super great holiday, a Merry Christmas, a safe and excellent New Year's. I'm excited for uh, for new things. Me too. Happy holidays to everybody. Very Merry Christmas. We hope that Santa's good to you. Head on over to iTunes. Head on over to Podbean. Like, subscribe, review, comment. All of that good jazz. We appreciate every single person that interacts with us. Head on over to Twitter. I am Aspateri316. He is at GIF underscore Bluehawk. We are the Champions Cast. We are out of time. We're out of here for Christmas. And we're going to see you next week. Later, guys. Later, guys.